What's going on? This is Jayless from the Nick of Time Show. Here, give you a Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And the gunshots is going off right now, all right? The Knicks have won seven in a row, 109.97. It is lit. RJ Barrett, the Canadian assassin, as it would like to call it. He goes off career high, six three-pointers, 18 points in the third quarter alone. RJ Barrett came to life, man. Came to life. Y'all was trying to trade this kid. Are y'all crazy? Are y'all crazy for trying to trade this kid? <laughs> Seriously. RJ finishes with 24.6 of 11 from the field. Two for two from three. Julius Randle with 16 points. 10 rebounds. Seven assists. Two steals. Five of 16. Julius Randle, man. Applaud this man. Turn it around having an MVP season. This guy. Is undefeated when rocking the Pusha T braids. Yeah. Undefeated. <laughs> Don't undo it, sir. Don't undo it. You're keeping that for the rest of your life. Every day of your life, you watch, you rocking the Pusha T braids. Derrick Rose filling in for Alec Burks, giving you the 17 points, 8 from 12 from the field. Emmanuel Quickly, who's been silent for so long, five games in a row. Not shooting well. Comes off the bench hot. 17 points. Four or seven from three. All in the second corner. Gunshots for Emmanuel quickly. The Knicks are right behind the Atlanta Hawks, ladies and gentlemen. Right behind the Atlanta Hawks. And the Hawks are coming tomorrow. The Hawks had just won. The Knicks are just won. It's a showdown tomorrow. It's a chance to sweep. It's a chance to get eight in a row, man. A chance to get hidden row. We here, Knicks Nation. They, they doubted us, Knicks Nation. They, they said we was getting 22 wins. We over 30. We fighting for the playoffs. We fifth place. Come on, man. We in this mix. I want everybody tomorrow morning to wear all your Knicks gear and strut down New York City. Scream out the subway. Scream out the window. Because y'all deserve this, man. Y'all deserve to feel good. We taking so much stuff. Now people talking about stars coming to New York. Come on, man. This feels good. It just feels good to be a Knicks fan. This feels good. All right. I'm done. I'm done my rant. What's going on, Alex? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good, JL. It was a great rant because guess what? The New York Knicks are back, baby. We back, baby. Seven, <laughs> seven games in a row. Amazing. This game, you've, you know, watching this game, you thought it was going to slip away at some point, especially since they had the lead going into the half, right? And then they come back out. We get six quick, easy points mm -hmm. and an RJ three-pointer to take the lead. And you 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 maybe thought that it could have been the third quarter of doom, but no. But no. The Knicks, the Knicks kept the lead all the way through until the end. We didn't have cardiac Knicks. We didn't nope. have to have our hearts in our throats. It was a it was a fine win, and they had Devonta Graham, they had PJ Washington, mm -hmm. they had Terry Rozier, all these guys who you were worried about going off, right? Especially Terry Rozier, yes, yeah, scary. Terry. And and PJ Washington was just lights out in the first half, which was insane. I think the guy had went like five for five from three pointer, like quick seventeen points. I I was just shocked that no one was guarding him. We just kept leaving him wide open. Yeah, I didn't get but, it either. But, but hey, the. The Knicks were able to hold on. You know, Julius had a slow start, mm -hmm. but he came through in the second half. RJ had a really slow start. Really slow start. 
Yeah. Came through in the second half. Yeah, came like gun busters. The, like, the gunshots, like my guy Rose mm, says, came through mm, like a flamethrower, mm. man. Five for five from three, man. Six from six from the field in the second half for RJ. Oh. Randall. Who was right because that was just the whew, that man just couldn't miss, dude. That man could have missed. It was amazing. I loved all of it. Oh my and on top of that, we have Derek Rose leading this team. Oh man, he 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 did so good. He did well. Uh, yo, I'm I'm gonna let me rewind. First and foremost, I gotta I I'm used to you, Alex. So I know who you are. And sometimes when I get too excited, I, I skip the intro. I don't want to skip the intro this time, just in case it's your first time watching. This is my guy, all right, Alex, Alex Trateros from the from the uh, YouTube, not the YouTube channel, from the podcast over, all right. He does the Knicks, Jets, etc. So definitely follow his stuff. He does great work over there at Knicks, Jets, etc. And he also he also um covers Knicks fan TV as well, all right. So shout out to Alex. And if you don't know him by now, man, you must be new. He 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 holds it down for us at the Nick of Time show, all right. So first of all, let me start like that. Second of all, when we the game started off, Alex, we were hot from three from the start. Mm-hmm. But the Charlotte wasn't exactly missing either. They were kind of hanging around. And like you said earlier, PJ Washington to me was the, the the changer, the game changer, right? He he had 11 points in the in the first quarter alone. Bruh. And I was just like, yo, whose man's is why why is this man torching Julius Randle like that? And then he had Dude. 21 points in the in the, in the second half in the first half in 17 minutes, and I didn't get it. I, I couldn't get it. And it, it was interesting to me because the, I, I think Randall was tied in that first, and he he got taken out because after that he just marked, PJ Washington just marched up and shot it like an easy layup, and I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, kid, it's, it's 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 time to go. And Obi came in, and it wasn't much different. But go ahead. What was you about to say, Alex? <laughs> no, no, like you you said it just right. PJ Washington was really annoying in the first half, just could not miss. And even for the sec for the little bit that we had Obi topping out there for the five minutes, that was just a nightmare for for Obi because he had to guard PJ. And then PJ yeah. is just more mobile, more he's a vet. He knows how to take care of it. And Obi still, you know, Obi we were we were told that Obi would be good offensively and that he would be a liability defensively. His defense hasn't been horrendous, but it's right. not there where he's going to understand how to guard every single player, especially guys who are mobile at his position. And he's yeah. very mobile at his position. Not saying Obi can't be not not saying that Obi isn't mobile, but really yeah. Obi's just not there yet. So but it was thankfully PJ kind of cooled down. We 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 put it all into wrap. But I think another thing that needs to be discussed is that. Our interior defense was just in shambles in the first half. We allowed yeah. 28 points. We allowed 28 points in the first half, but thankfully, you know, we had Noel, Taj, and even Reggie, because Reggie's good at just stopping guys from, yeah, from really attacking the lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, they, and we only allowed 14 points in the second half. So we really got that under wraps, really forced the Hornets to attack us from beyond or just get jump shots in general, whether it was like long twos or three pointers. So that was a good, Absolutely. that was a good turning point in the second half for the Knicks as well. So just need to point that out too. Yeah. They really, I mean, let me see, look at, try to look at these uh, team stats really quick, but they really killed us when it came to, um, well, actually they kept up with us despite being an undersized team. They really kept up with us when it came to rebounds. 
which was mm. surprising um, considering like they don't really have any big man. They don't really have Biombo anymore. So that was surprising. But also points in the paint. They killed us with the points in the paint as well. But like to your point, to go back to even to the Obi point with him defending on these guys, the first the first shot, PJ was killing us with the driving kick, right? Early on. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it before. We had a lot of problems just keeping the um, keeping people out the paint in general in that first two quarters, which is why they got so many open threes, and PJ Washington was the benef- benefactor of that. Um and one thing about Randall, he's really good. He's really good. This is not a knock on Randall. But he sometimes, you know, when there's a lot on your shoulders, you don't really close out on those three-point shooters like you should all the time. And it's he was kind of taking the three-point plays off um, when it came to P.J. Washington. And I feel like he's he was getting off in the beginning without uh, without closing out, without, you know, getting kind of, kind of sloppy on the closeouts, and that's why he got off. And to your point about Obi, Obi is so worried about P.J. blowing by him that he's five feet away from P.J. Washington while he's just lining up the three-point shot in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once Coach said that, the, the you're Obi <laughs> to the bench. Our, yeah, Randall is right back in the game after he saw that. You know and, I mean? and that's what... Yeah, and that's why Randall had 40 points and Obi had, I mean, not 40 points, 40, 40 minutes. minutes. Yeah. And that's why Obi had five minutes. So Obi, well, he had a nice post move today. Yeah, he had it. Yeah. He had it. Oh. He had it. I'm not trying to. <laughs> he had the post. I was like, okay, Obi. Derek Rose saw him in the corner. He's been pulling up for the jumpers all day long. But this time he let Obi cook and he got one little post move going. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get yeah, my rookie yeah. some flowers. He, he had that. I think, you know, it's just going to take time for him to get the get up to NBA speed, to truly get up to NBA speed because he didn't have that offseason. He didn't have summer league. So he's still trying to get his footing. And I think the injury really set him far back uh, at the beginning of season two. Yeah. And, of it, course, just Julius Randle just ascending into this NBA all-star. And I think he should win most improved. I don't think how there could be any discussion oh, yeah. on how he should have win most improved this season. Just the numbers alone and where the Knicks are and everything that he's done for this team. Absolutely. They, there, there should be no question. Now, the bigger question is, should be he be in, um, an all-NBA all NBA. player? No, you're third, right. Like third team? That's where I would expect him to be, third team. I Absolutely. don't know. I think he should get the nod. I think he should be there just for what? just for what he's done for this team and him being the engine and how far the Knicks have come. I just don't know the people who vote and the people who make that decision, what other narratives are going to run with because it, the New York Knicks are now starting to get some traction and now Julius Randle is trying to get some recognition. You heard uh, Jeff Van Gundy talk about during the Celtics uh, and Mm Warriors game. Mm -hmm. During the Celtics Warriors game, you talking about my Knicks? I'm like, come on, man. I love it. I love it. I love the national attention we're getting. No, and that's it's the start, right? So it just has to keep driving in order for him to get to that level of being all NBA. I agree. I think he should be because the Knicks, the way they're playing right now, him being the focal point, dude is the point guard of this team. He had Absolutely. 
What do you have tonight? He had 16 points, seven, seven assists, assists, and 10, and seven, 10 assists. Rebounds. Oh, <laughs> seven assists. Randall, man. Pusha T. Randall undefeated. I'm telling you, man. He really has to keep this look going because this look is just, he's playing on a whole other level, man. On a whole other level. He's in his bag bag right now. That's what it is. It is bag bag. Seriously, man. And you, you talk more about this game too. The second quarter, right? Julius Randle comes back in. You all know we missing Alec Burks. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do without Alex? Is it going to be Randall? Is it going to be somebody else stepping up? To me, it's I was like, all right, it's going to be quickly. Um, but today it was a combination. It was like a, a Rose quickly one-two punch, right? Derrick Rose comes in after scoring 23 points the game before. And um he he's right on cue. He's hitting his jumpers, he's setting up people, he's having an all-around great game, and you know. And he has like a little pat in it now, like one block shot a game. He blocks one jump, three point jump shot a game now. Count it. It was one the game before to save the game. Did he have one today? He might. I'm not even sure you sure he had one today. But he's been doing that every game. But um, and also Emmanuel quickly. Mm. I was waiting for him to erupt. I was waiting, and today was the day. And you know it's going to be a, a, a good day. It was a good quarter. You know it's going to be a good day when um, he hits one of those bad shots that you know he's not supposed to hit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. The step back uh, three-pointer with a shot clock running down. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? My goodness. I was like, yo, quickly, what are you doing? You're going right to the back. Yes. What? I couldn't believe it. He, like the way he maneuvered around the screen and jumped back and shot a fadeaway three to hit the. I was like, "What is happening with this guy, man?" I I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I sent out I sent out a meme for my reaction. Uh, it's an old rage comic meme where the guy who's eating cereal just spits out his cereal. Mm-hmm. That was legitimately my reaction. I don't want to do the sound effect because it's not good audio, but <laughs> I was just I was just like making that sound of just in shock that that even went in. Because once when IQ starts hitting shots like that, it, you know it's all over. You just know it's all over, and he's ready to go. And it, we had a good game from IQ. We hadn't had a good one since Memphis. We got 17 points from him today, four for seven from three, five from nine from the field, three for three from the field, free throw. Kid was passing the ball really well. Absolutely. But his defense, his defense was a little shaky at times, but he played pretty well today. You know, Tibbs went with him back in the fourth quarter, yeah. trying to see what could happen. IQ didn't really have it going in the fourth, but that's where D Rose came in and helped close that close this game out. Exactly, man. The combination of quickly and D Rose definitely helped us out this game. We're gonna need a lot more of that now that Alec Burks is out. I think D Rose mm-hmm. knows it too. It seems like he's been a lot more aggressive since Alex has been out. And also too, with veterans in general, especially veterans as established as D Rose, they kind of have like a switch in their mind that happens around playoff time. Mm-hmm. Where they they go up a notch, you know, where mm-hmm. they start to lock in more, and it seems like D Rose is in that lock in stage, where I'm just like, all right, everything is hitting. I'm sharp. I'm setting up member team members. I'm playing defense, and he's just in there for the kill. So shout out for both of these guys. Both of these guys had a tremendous game. D Rose been a consummate point guard. Um, outplaying Peyton at once again, uh, <laughs> seventeen points on the night. And um, just setting up people beautifully, man. Even towards the end, that three pointer he keeps setting up Reg- on Reggie Bullock with. He's done the same. He's done the. He's done that time and time again. He's done it tonight as well, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I he had that really good one. I think it was from Randall. 
to him to Bullock in the corner. Is that the one you were talking about? Yeah, it's the Bullock three? in the corner. Exactly. That was a quick and that was a quick pass too. That was a quick like touch pass. Loved it. Loved it. IQ. I, I just love what I'm seeing from IQ. The whole team just played really well tonight. Uh, there's really no. What, maybe Kevin Knox had was like the weakest link. Uh, yeah, I mean there was a couple of mm, there was there was there was a couple of there was a couple yeah. of there was a couple of those there was a couple of bro moments today. I will say I, for for those of you who watch the KOT show, um, I, I if there were some bro moments today, I have some. I have I would have uh two bro picks today, actually. <laughs> Two bro picks. If you guys are following the KT show, KT show, first bro pick for me, uh, Alex, mm-hmm. RJ Barrett in the third quarter is torching from the corner three, regaining mm-hmm. momentum. We held, we're holding Charlotte to under fifteen points. My man Elf is off the shelf. Coach is giving a little bit burn because he he did well in that first half. I saw him. He made a nice little pass to RJ. He, um, the Hornets didn't know what to do with us in the first half. He's they, they started to play some zone, right? Mm-hmm. But he he broke the zone. He broke the zone down. Made a couple nice couple of layups. I'm like, okay, Elf, you're doing well. Third quarter, RJ Barrett goes on a tear from three. Elf decides this is my time to drive to the lane. With three people in the lane and RJ wide open. Yeah, yeah. No, I Bruh. saw. I, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that's totally that, agreed. That was that's that was a bad one. one. That was bad. That, that was bad because he because he pulled it back out. Right, I'm pretty sure he lost it, pulled it back out, and then went back in when RJ was on the wing, and that de- that didn't make any sense. And then after that, that's when he got benched and he was out of the game for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. The rest of the game, and the way the way he walked back to that chair, I feel like he knew he was near abyss. He was not coming back at all. So, first bro pick goes to, to Elf. Bruh. Second bro pick also goes to Elf. Bruh. The play right after that, <laughs> he goes to the hole and gets a charging violation once again. Does not give up the rock, and this is why I appreciate Derrick Rose. And at this point. I know Tom is not going to start Derek in like the 15th hour. It's just not going to happen. No. he He's just going to play it by ear. And depending on how good or bad Elf is playing, he's going to pull him. And that's the way it's, that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. And, and to be, and to be, and to kind of, Play a little fair to Peyton. Like he's plus seventeen on the night. He had a good first half, as you mentioned. Yeah, he had a good first half. The big, those are probably the big, two biggest boneheaded plays he had the entire game. But we got the contribution that we needed from him from those eighteen minutes. And honestly, that's all we need from him is eighteen minutes, right? Because the remaining twenty-five, and it was kind of mixed between IQ and Rose. It goes to those guys. So yeah, if you get good eighteen minutes from Peyton. Then you're the teams are already off to a good start, especially if Randall and RJ are able to come through at some point throughout the game. Whether it's RJ coming through in the second half, but you definitely need Julius to start off strong. And even though Julius only had, I think, seven or eight points in the first half, mm-hmm. he was still getting everyone else involved. He was still grabbing rebounds. He was still doing other things. He got to the line. There Absolutely, many parts of his game where in the stat sheet it doesn't look like he's having a great offensive game, but he was doing a he had a good offensive game to start. 
Absolutely. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna talk more about that when we, after this little break. Salute to the chat. First of all, let me just salute to the chat. All right. Um, you can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. You're talking Knicks basketball. The Discord link is open if you want to talk about these Knicks. If you want to celebrate with us, all you have to do is hit that Discord link that's in the chat. Um, let me, oh, let me pin it for you. I need to pin this message. I pinned it to the chat for you guys to, to click. All right. Um, all you got to do is um, talk to Fritz. Fritz will direct you on how to do things over there. And you can talk to us live on the channel. Give it, give us your thoughts, your takeaways, your likes or dislikes, etc., etc., etc. Also, shout out to everybody who's who, who's who's copping the KOT, the KOT snapbacks. It seems like it's starting to pick up steam. So salute to you guys who's rocking the KOT show and rocking the KOT snapbacks. All right? Cool. But shout out to the chat. Shout out to Pix for Tommy. Fritz Alessandor. Shout out to my fake cousin, Winston Ellis. Shout out to Greg Castillo. John Malika. Big Reaper, Rich Jim, Junior Karoma. I seen Iller in here earlier, Brooklyn Belly, everybody else who's rocking with the KOC show, all right? And also, salute to Angel Rodriguez. I see you, brother. Alawai, yo, Alawai, shout out to you, Alawai, too. Shout out to you guys, man, who's rocking with the KOT show. And make sure you hit that Discord link. Also, Super Chats and, and all those things also included helps grow the show, helps pay the writers, helps keep things going for us and Nick of Time show, all right? Cool. Now, now, Alex, I know you were talking about Julius Randle early, and you mentioned that the things that he does that affects the team, even when he's not scoring. And to me, this is a testament of Julius Randle and the maturation, because what I saw in that third quarter is what you'd like to see from your leader, right? In the third mm -hmm. quarter, when he noticed that, R first of all, RJ didn't have a good first half. They start off the third quarter. Julius Randle starts off the third quarter by giving him the ball two consecutive times. But the one, the one that impressed me more was when he asked for the ball from RJ, told him to go to the other side of court just to set him up for an open three later. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so that's telling me is at this point he's manipulating the defense. He's and he he's like, listen, all right, I'm getting you the better shot. Just let me do my thing. And RJ calmly hits the three, and he goes off tonight for six um, six straight threes, career-high six threes tonight. Yeah, I mean, look, Julius, you just see it. You said the maturation of his game, right? He's taking it to another level. And I think when you have guys like Derrick Rose and Tom Thibodeau who understand how to prepare for a game night in and night out to have you over-prepared, that was the thing that we talk about. That was the thing that we discussed at the beginning of the season and actually – prior to the beginning of the season when uh, when Tom Thibodeau was hired, right? Mm -hmm. So you knew – we knew what we were getting. We are getting the guy who I, – I, I know we're all New Yorkers here. We are not – we're not fans of the New England Patriots unless some of you are in the chat, which to me, I'm a Jets fan. Please get out of my face. I'm just messing around. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. You're not messing around. It's all facts. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just trying to be cool <laughs> to the chat, Jails. Okay, all right. Cool the chat. People, people who are who are watching this who are watching this great show. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. okay. Um, but no, just like Bill Belichick, a guy who's overprepared, knows how to get his guys in the right situation. That's what that's what Tom Thibodeau knows how to do, and so that's how you see Julius Randle being able to come in here, facilitate, telling guys where to go on the court, knowing, hey, I'm going to get that hockey assist. I'm going to set. I'm going to manipulate the defense to get you open so that way you get a higher percentage shot. That's another level of play that we were not seeing from Julius Randle last season. Mm -hmm. and that's another thing that we haven't seen from Julius Randle throughout his entire career. This is 
we knew Julius Randle could be a good passer, but now he is he's a playmaker. Yeah, that's that's it, there's one thing being a good passer and just getting out. We're talking about being a playmaker like Nikola Jokic, right? A big that can get the ball to people exactly. who just knows how to set them all up. That is key. That is huge for how this team has been working, right? Thibodeau always says that Julius is the engine of this team. Mm-hmm. If he can do stuff like that, it really unlocks what everyone else can do. And, you know, we have secondary playmakers in Derrick Rose, in R.J. Barrett. Yep. But Julius Randle is that guy. And I think when you have a coaching staff that can just help nurture that type of understanding of the game, which was missing from him, like we didn't see that with Fisdale. You know, no. Fisdale was saying, I think you could be a point forward. Go try it. And there was no real – you could just tell there's no real substantive warning going on from there. It was just trial by error. Yeah. Now you see it. Now you see it, and it's actually flourishing under Tom Thibodeau. No, no yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. It's, it's funny. I wonder how much – I mean – I, I'll give I give I give Fizdale a little bit of credit for having some foresight and saying, all right, you're the power forward. Um, I do feel like he's not the X's and O's guy. Um it wasn't gonna be perfect first year for, for Fizdale, but I wonder how much of that is, you know, he um had to fail under Fizdale to get certain certain things right, and how much of it is his own doing and how much of it is his coaching. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This year's coaching. Um so um kudos to, to Randall though for just getting it together. For just getting together and figuring it out. And the most impressive thing to, to me about this season is they're getting it together during the season. They're getting better during the season, I think, is insane to watch. Because, you know, you you hear, you know, you do your work in the offseason. And that's mm-hmm. where you get better. And true, that is where you get better. But the, the maturation of this team midseason is crazy. We started off being almost last in the NBA in threes. We have the same starting five we had in the beginning of the season. And as of today, we're number six in the NBA in three-point percentage. Oh, And that's all because Randall got better, Bullock got better, RJ got better. Um, the playmaking has gotten better. We're shooting more threes. The defense has picked up. Every aspect of this game has gotten better. And it's, I man... So just kudos to Julius Randle and his and his coaching staff for just putting it all together. It's kind of mind blowing to watch this. It it really is, man. Oh, I can't, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I agree. It's it's phenomenal to watch. And I, I just one thing I want to touch on that three point percentage because yes, even though the Knicks are are, are six in the league in six point percentage. If you actually look at the volume and then look at the volume, it's actually not a high volume. They're actually no, in the not. bottom of the league in in the amount of attempts that they take. But the thing that get, keeps them so high is that they're efficient with it. They're not they're not chucking threes. They're right. not they're not chucking threes for the sake of chucking threes because that's the modern game. You know, they're they're taking open three pointers because of the way that Thibodeau likes to run his offense, mm-hmm. which is drive to the lane, kick it out to the perimeter, and whoever's open. Hit it from there. Now you are going to see, you know, we do see guys taking step backs and doing their own shot creation. Yes, of course, you're going to have some of that. But for the most part, you're seeing guys who are just 
understand the system of what it's supposed to run. And that's what I actually like. And that's what we didn't have this, this yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. We actually a know system. what we're going to get. What are we going to do night to night? Wow. New concepts, systems and stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> I know. It's just funny because last last season, we didn't know who we didn't know on a nightly basis who the starting five was going to be. We didn't know how the game was really going to be played. We saw a lot of, you know, east to west, swinging the ball around the perimeter, but it didn't really make sense to how to get the offense going. It was just kind of, yeah, move it around and then someone try something. Mm-hmm. Now you actually have an idea of what's what's trying to happen here. We're we're seeing that there's supposed to be an attack from the point or from baseline trying to g- create this like gravity of all the defenders right. trying to protect the paint and then kicking kick it, it out, out and mm-hmm. keep the ball moving, right? And that's what we, that's what gets frustrating when you start seeing our team yeah. go ISO. no that's what it is when you start seeing your team go ice you know that it's better with ball moving they play so well when there's ball moving but you just see there's just an actual system now which is great you know what you're getting night in and night out nah for real and And it's 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 it's, uh it's a world of difference because it's not only one for the fans like oh there's no shock for the guys who are playing they actually know what their minutes are and what their roles are supposed to be yeah exactly and to your point alex I mean, we we are low in shot three point shooting, but I do feel like it's been a point of contention recently. Today actually is the most threes he's taken in the season. Forty five threes today, um, for the Knicks, the most he's taken in the in the entire season. Um, if we can keep that number around there, that'd be great. I, I would like to see that number keep flourishing and going up, and and, and taking good shots, not just shots, but good shots, and. And man, I'm hoping Reggie Bullock, man, we can talk about so many players, man. Reggie Bullock hitting threes in the fourth quarter is something that we've been missing because he's been two quarter Reggie for so long. <laughs> and now he's hitting clutch baskets in the third quarter. And he's on top of the defense. Oh, man, I, I, he, he's, he's just turned around. And, and it's funny because um, I was I was watching a show. I was watching because, you know, the Knicks are getting all the coverage right now, right? Um, Doris Burks was, was having her little breakdown of the Knicks, and she was even saying herself that she feels like the Knicks are a Joe Harris player away of being super dangerous because of, of his three-point shooting, you know? Mm. Um, and she is right. I'm not going to lie. She is right, but it seems like he's been more of that lately. Um Hopefully he can keep this up. The defense, though, is so invaluable that even when he's not shooting, he's he's only giving you two or three a game. It's still, it's still he's still like quarterback in the defense from the shooting guard position. So I don't want to crap on Reggie for not being a Joe Harris guy, but I understand what she's saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get what she's saying. And the thing about Joe Harris is that Joe Harris can also drive and attack the lane too pretty well. Reggie, we see him shoot the three. He has his mid-range. He's not really a guy who's going to go all the time and successfully take it to the rack, which is fine. We don't need him to, and he's been successful without having to do that. He's been shooting very well from three right now. His jump shot's looking very good, much better than how he started the season. This second half, he's been on another level, and it's been really great. I think he's shooting close to 40% this half from three, which is just phenomenal. And that's what we need. You know, we needed we needed three point shooters. As you said, we're six in the NBA right now with three point percentage. And that's something that I can't I 
at the beginning of the season with this, most of the roster being the same from last year, if you told me that we're going to be six in percentage from three point, I would have, have never that, thought that. I would have said that you're crazy right off the top of the bat, but we're not. We're you're, you're not. You're, we're here, so it's great. It's it's great because that's what we need to keep this team efficient. So but, I like the. Ju- go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go. No, it's all good. It's all good. No, I'm I, sorry. I get it. No, I'm like, we actually grew from within. We didn't make no fancy trades. We didn't bring nobody into. Oh, it was just hard work. Um, Julius Randle taking these kids, having them shoot in the gym on the road. The mama mentality thing they're going. It's all been hard work from within from these New York Knicks, man. They've just been in the gym putting up shots. No trades needed. And and shout and also Tom and these guys instilling confidence. And even Julius, man. It's been a whole team effort of just growing from within. Which is a, a concept that's foreign to us. We, we like to make changes. <laughs> you like to make changes as me. I'm as guilty as everybody of making changes. But man, <laughs> just hard work. Just hard work and team continuity. We have the same starting lineup from the um, beginning of the season until now. And the continuity is paying off right now. It, it just is. <laughs> it's just... It is. And you need continuity so that everyone knows how to play with each other. The that's something that we haven't had, as you said, for many seasons, even when we had with Melo, it's that when you don't have a consistent nucleus of guys, you, you're you trying to learn on the fly and it takes you about a quarter, half of the season to understand how everyone plays. And then by the time the season's here and you're ready to make some something out of the season, it's over. Right. Exactly. And it's over. Good thing. Yeah. And the good thing is you have Reggie who's been here. You had, even though Mitch was hurt, you had Reggie, Mitch, RJ, Julius. You had uh, Peyton for even though how Peyton has been on and off with yeah. the style of play, right? You had Frank. You have Knox. Yeah, most of these guys were still here. Most of these guys are still here from last last season. That seven guys are just listed off the bat. Absolutely. Iggy was here. That that was eight. I mean, but he's not here anymore. So seven guys though. That's more than we've ever had just from turnover and past. So it's good. Um, it's I, yeah. I, I think I just want to touch on the point with like the Joe Harris thing. I don't know if we necessarily need a Joe Harris. I think if we're going to need anyone else, is going to need to be a, a level above Joe Harris to work with this team. You I know understand. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I think I think you can get by with I think you get you can get by with Reggie and Burks. I think you need another starish type of player. Yes, we have our guy. We have our two big guys in RJ and Julius, but I think you need one more. And you yeah. could always say you could wait to develop somebody like IQ, see what happens when he comes along. But I still think if you want to make something in the instant future, you're going to need another guy. You're right. You know what it is, man? It's, 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 this is the time. This is the time where, where it's it, it gets tricky in my mind. And we haven't even given the – I haven't even gone to the R.J. Barrett rant yet. I was saving the R.J. Barrett rant. <laughs> you know? <laughs> saving that whole rant. But right now – Right now, right, it just seems like if RJ Barrett becomes the guy who we think we can he can be, then maybe we don't. Maybe we just do need uh, you know, the other the uh, the other guy at the end who just shoot threes and play defense, who, who just does it more at a more efficient clip. But it, it, we keep forgetting he's 20. And it's just the future, like time is just going to tell with that. Time is going to tell with that. And, and the danger with having somebody at a higher level, then then um 
Joe Harris is just ha- is is just sharing the ball, you know, sharing the ball, mm-hmm. finding that continuity, figuring as my turn, your turn, or versus what's happening with Reggie Bullock where he knows his role, you know, like if RJ turns into what we think he's supposed to turn into, everything is good. Yeah, absolutely. I would I agree with you one hundred percent. If he becomes another All Star next to Julius. You're not. I don't know if you're necessarily in a rush to get another star because of what you mentioned. Because that one that's sharing the ball more, it could change the dynamic. Mm-hmm. But we don't know yet. I won't even say that we don't know yet. We don't know. We don't know yet what he's going to do next season. That's what I mean when I say we don't know yet. If RJ takes an, I know he will take another level. If he makes another leap like he did this season, right? Problem solved. <laughs> So a lot of that takes care of a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Money, money, cash space good. Everybody gets a little bit of rate. Like <laughs> problem solved. And then you we can just if we if if a, a player comes available and we're that attractive, we can just end up moving some two pieces for for uh, another star, if anything. But yo, know, salute to the chat. I see somebody is in um is in the queue. So I'm bringing him. He has like the. I'm going to bring him in right now. Okay, call in the queue. I'm just waiting for you to set up. All you got to do is hit that KOT live button that you see a couple of times and hit the, the stream button. You, you'll probably see Alex's face. You just click that face and you'll be able to talk to both of us. All right, caller? If you can hear us. And yeah, turn your mic on because I see it's off. So don't forget to turn your mic on or unmute your mic. Okay, I'm unmuted. All right, there you go, sir. <laughs> All right, what's your name? Where you from, sir? Uh, it's Big Reaper calling from uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. I right, what's going on, Big Reaper? Shout out to what's you. What's going man. on, man? I see you. Okay, all right. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to talk about the game a little bit. But first of all, just want to give a shout out to the chat and everyone who's on here supporting. Uh, and also to you guys, you guys have really good content. I think you guys are probably the best here on YouTube in terms of like what you guys have to say. Um, you know, I don't always agree with everything, but you guys make a lot of, you know, say a lot of things that are really sound. You guys have sound judgments. So it's really good. A lot of guys just say crazy stuff. So that's the reason why I watch you guys. So yeah, absolutely, man. Appreciate um, that. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Yeah. And I always write, but I'm, you know, I always try to back it up with, with, with uh, what I f- perceive as facts. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, that's that's what you have to do, you know, and then also not being afraid. Uh, but anyway, like uh, just want to uh, talk about the game real quick. Um, you know, it was really good. You know, feel really good that the Knicks won tonight. Um, you know, like honestly, a few weeks ago, like three weeks ago, it was it wasn't looking too good uh, for yeah. the Knicks. Um, because, uh, you know, like we're still struggling with rebounding, but it was a lot more of an issue a few weeks ago. And we weren't able to figure out how to win, yeah. uh, you know, uh, yeah. with all the struggles we have from rebound uh, from rebounding. And so it's like it's a major part of being able to win ball games. If you're if you're not able to rebound, there's a good chance you're probably going to lose. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been really impressive to see them like um, pick up the different other uh, facets of the game. Like obviously the defense um, also has been like they haven't given up. They haven't gotten demoralized when they lose a re- uh, lose a rebound. They just kind of like stick to it. And right. uh, the other thing is right. like, their offense, they're, you know, I'm kind of, I'm getting really impressed with the offense. It's like, they're a lot more disciplined uh, with it. And also like you were saying, D Rose, I agree with you. It seems like, you know, 
he kind of flipped the switch or something yeah. the last couple yeah. of games. It's like he just – he looks different. He looks really locked in on – especially on the offensive side. He like He's like really exploiting like the opposing team's defense very well. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he doesn't even look out of control at all. Uh, so he's um, – He's definitely playing at a uh, different level. So that feels really good to see, too. And, you know, hopefully they can, you know, continue winning. And uh, if they continue winning, hopefully get the fourth spot. Um, you know, there's a good chance, you know, good things can happen for this team in the playoffs. Uh, the other thing I just want to say real quick was I just want to talk about, you know, Knox. Yeah, I'm a really huge supporter of, like, the young guys in the team. Right. But, you know, I was big on Knox. I'm really big on Frank. Mm-hmm. I was actually even really big on DSJ. And, you know, also like Obi a lot. And, but, you know, today um, it was unfortunate Knox when he came in. It's just like, you know, it was like really disappointing, um, yeah. you know, his, his yeah. effort on a defensive end. And the other thing I noticed too with him is like, even if someone misses an assignment and he's in a position to kind of help cover up, it's like he doesn't make a good enough effort, right. you know, to basically yeah. to cover, you know, help his teammate out. And so, you know, that's kind of like what I, you know, saw with him, but. Hopefully, you know, to keep winning and, um, you know, good things hopefully happens. Absolutely. And make, yeah, mute, mute, mute me in the background. Mute us in the background so you can get the echo. But really good call, man. Really good call for sure. All right. All right. Um, Man, there was a lot to, a lot to unpack there. First and foremost, you know, let me talk about Knox since this is the first thing that he, last, the first thing that he said, last thing he talked about, man. Um, I think Knox got into this game because of OB's, Lack of lateral quickness, mm-hmm. like we said earlier about PJ Washington, how he's just been—you know—he's mm-hmm. he, just that much quicker. He gets that three-point shot off, and when Randall is on the bench, um, you know, you need somebody else to kick in on a defensive end at least to keep these guys at bay. And um, unfortunately, both quarters—we've seen it today—he—he um, he got in a little bit early. You know, he got the the um, the second unit kind of imploded a little bit in that fourth. And also in the end of that first quarter as well. And that wasn't the case the night before. Um, and, and I think that's why Knox got into the game. And like he said, his defense hasn't been good. And that's disappointing, man. Because you would think that, you know, him not playing, that hunger would build up. because you, you And you would just be able to perform at a higher level. Even if you're not hitting shots. You know what I mean? Even if you're not hitting shots. But you'll at least be able to play hard on the defensive end and, and just give us that. Um so, so you're right about that. It's been, it's been disappointing for Knox to see him um just not live up to that level that we want. Yeah, I think for Knox that the you know, if he was a this is where I understand when Obi wasn't having it, why not bring in Knox and see what he can do? Right. And now you see defensively right it's not that it's anything new defensively we always knew that Knox was a little what's the word he, he would fall asleep at the wheel right kinda right but, on but he defense. was showing signs though you know what I mean mm-hmm. he, he showed show- no he definitely showed signs at the beginning of the season I think the thing with Knox and I don't want to put too much like read too much into this because yeah. I think it's just <laughs> you're catching me off guard with this all the time I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just funny too but I think the thing with with Knox is that he hasn't had enough playing time to really get into rhythm. And you have to be playing with these guys in order to know who's out, who's covering who, 
And not saying that the intensity shouldn't be there. I think he wants, I think he's trying. The one thing I'll say is that Knox is trying and that you can see that the effort is there more so this season than last season. Yeah. But you also need to be playing with these guys to have a good defensive rhythm with everyone too, to understand assignments, who's guarding there. And you saw it when I think it was PJ who had the easy for the, was it, for, was it PJ or was it uh bridges that had the easy uh, lane slash dunk? I forget what it was. And you just saw there was a miscommunication with Randall and right. Knox. Yeah. And that, and that's that's playing that's getting to know who's covering who and the communication and that's getting more reps and he's only getting reps in practice and there's only been limited practice this season yeah it's not it's not that every other day when they're not playing they're practicing that's not the case it was the same thing the game before too and i don't want to pile on the guy because yeah. it was the exact same thing. Randall tore Knox a new one the game before, dog. It was like mm-hmm. we're blowing up, we're blowing an assistant, uh, uh, an assignment as well. So it's 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 uh, it's it's just frustrating. It's it's frustrating. Yeah, I also want to say that this is Knox's first true coach and fr- true system and being worked up. The first two seasons were kind of a wash. First season, he was given 30-plus minutes to do whatever he wanted to do without being held accountable. Right. Second season, he was being held – I don't even know it was being held accountable. He just had a very short leash for what he could and could not do. And you also had a head coach and an uh, interim head coach and Mike Miller who was trying to coach for a job. So right. there was a lot of things that were playing last season for Knox that were just not in his favor. So this season, we saw him do well at the beginning of the season. We saw him hitting shots. We saw him – giving more effort on defense. He's been out of the rotation since January. You're right. You're right. And so it just takes time to get back into rhythm. It's legit coming off the shelf and then dusting you off to get yourself going. We saw with Noel at the beginning of the season too. He was getting 15 minutes. He hadn't played with these guys. He was still trying to figure things out. And now look at Noel. Now Noel is just in rhythm and you put him out there like, oh, I know this guy's going to get one major block a game. <sighs> I feel you. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know what it is, too? I've never really been a huge Knox fan from when we first um, drafted him either. I'm kind of, mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I, I assume I'm making the video and people were like, yo, Jay Ellis, she's going mad hard on Knox. And that was like three <laughs> years ago. And, and everything I'm worried about is still happening. But he's still a kid. I'm, 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 anybody in the Knicks uniform, I'm, I'm giving him the, I'm, a, I'm a, especially if he's a draftee, I'm going to just keep trying to, you know, Give him a chance, see what happens. He has one. He has KP here. He has a bunch of Kentucky people here who's going to pour everything they can into him. So this is his chance. This is his chance to to keep it moving and to uh to grow. You know what I mean? To grow and um, evolve into the next level. So I'm hoping Knox gets it together at some point. And who knows, man? We might need this corner three minutes in the in the playoffs at some point. Who who knows, man? Yeah, we we don't know and and. Just to, I'm not being hard on Knox. I'm not trying to be, you know, delicate with Knox either. I'm just saying what it is personally. I don't think, you know, Knox still has a way to go to become a complete NBA player. Right. I think it's just, I think, you know, when you get drafted, you have to be placed in the right system in order to grow and to develop. And we've seen that, right? We've seen what happens with Julius Randles with a good coaching staff and what happens with guys are not with a good coaching staff. Right. Guys either fizzle out and they're not here. And I think Knox, Knox has the tools to be a good NBA player. 
It's just putting it all together and having that development that he missed those first two seasons. I still think he could be a, a decent NBA player. I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar. I think he'd be a decent role player right. in this league. He just needs to put the he just needs to put it all together. Yeah. And whether it's with the Knicks or at some other team, it's, it's that's it. That's what my thoughts are on him. Got you, got you. And sorry about the sound effect. I'm trying not to have it come on automatically. It's kind of broken right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing it to like. <laughs> you know? You're just to push T anyway. Shout out to Pusha T anyway because still. Pusher, Randall, Randall Pusher, however you want to call him, he's undefeated. He's undefeated, man. Randall is undefeated when he's rocking the Pusher T braids, all right? So that is still a fact. And yuck because of that, all right? Cool. <laughs> we got another caller in the chat. Shout out to my guy, Craig Ward. He's been um, hitting that Discord link a few times. So I'm going to bring you in the chat, Craig. Okay, Craig, you are now in the chat. Hit that KOT live button a few times. <laughs> But you were pro, you might know how to do this by now. All right, yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> all right, sir. All right, all right. What's going on, Craig? Let, let hey, Jay Ellis. This is Craig from uh, living in DC now. How's it going, Alex? Good. How you doing, Craig? All right. I don't know. I don't know, okay. Craig. Right. Yeah, I don't know if you heard Alex good, or not. Right? I don't know if Alex heard you or not, but what's your question, Craig? Well, um, well, we're talking about Knox. Um, I think the fact that, you know, Knox had been, you know, riding the pine for so long that you know how when you finally get in on the game and you get so hyped and excited that you kind of like lose focus. You're not sure what to do, you know? Right. Um, I, th I think sometimes these guys, you know, they especially were like uh, when they've been riding the bench for so long, they lose their assignments. And before they know it, um, Tibbs is calling time out and sitting them down. So there's like no mistakes allowed um, on this court. Absolutely. So I kind of I get that. But it's the same thing of trying to let the guys play, let them get their feet wet, let them get the experience again, you know. Um, with with um, Tibbs, Tibbs is like, you know, no lead is safe. So he's going to ride his, his starters for as long as he can to win the game. And I get that because without that mentality, I don't think we would be seven in a row. Yeah, right now, right. We'd be right. still fishing. We'd be still fishing for um, trying to put a team together. Now we've been duct taping it and chewing gum, crazy, you know, um, um, <laughs> uh, gorilla gluing it together. But it's been not working. the gorilla glue. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, I, I really can't hate on that too much, you know, um, because you know we didn't look like we were going to even make the playoffs this season, and then finally we was like, okay, we maybe we might get in on the. Um, the uh the uh the, the eighth or so the play-in mm -hmm. for yeah but um, we passed that season. yeah yeah i mean as you can see week after week we're moving up and up and up so whatever he's doing you know it's working and the thing that what i also admire is the fact that the fellas are buying in you know mm -hmm. he said from the beginning um when he first um got the job that he was going to build this team on defense and then the rest will follow. Well, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. He's playing that defense. Yeah. And the rest is follows. So absolutely. Um, I know uh, 
I just wanted to give you guys a shout out. Appreciate y'all taking my call and let's discuss. All right. Absolutely. Yo, great, great call, Craig. Thanks you for, for checking in, man. And, and to his point, man, to his point, Craig and um, you guys, the Knicks, they allowed 66 points in the first half. Bruh. Um, the next two quarters, <laughs> 16 points in the third, 15 points in the fourth. The Knicks defense is what beat the Charlotte Hornets. That mm-hmm. on top of we didn't even get we didn't even talk about this yet, man. We talked about everything else. We still didn't even get to RJ. Oh. We still didn't even get to RJ, man. 33 <laughs> points in the third quarter. RJ gives you 18. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. And let's do it. This is what I like about RJ. RJ has always been the guy where he's just unflappable. Anything could be. Ha- I feel like there could be a war zone happening around him. There could be explosions <laughs> happening in his face. There can be bullets flying. There can be like you know a baby tootsie rolling in front of him, and he would have a stone face. And he and he'll just be about his business and about the task at hand. This guy does not get distracted or discouraged by anything that's going around him. He just performs and keeps it moving. And that's what he did today. Eighteen points. In the third quarter alone, um, six from six. I mean, six three-pointers in this game. That corner three has become a deadly weapon. I, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm putting up, I'm putting it up. I'm pulling up the, my favorite. This is my favorite. Yo, shout out. This is, clean the glass, man. You need to sponsor us. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> the, the amount of times I go on cleaning the glass, let me tell you. All right? <laughs> let me show y'all real quick. Clean the glass, right? You're looking at the RJ stats because we already know he's all right shooting 38, 38% from three. Cool. That's what's up. 38% from three. My man right now, look at this corner three. Look at these corner three. Look at this. Look at the sexiness of this corner three. All right. <laughs> corner three. 43% for the corner three in the 57 percentile. Oh. All around three. He's, 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 wait, he's up. This is 39%. 39% from the all-around all three in the 64th percentile. Oh! And this man has improved in the mid-range already. You see his numbers from last year to this year, from the 20, 23rd to 49th percentile in the long, in the long mid-range. Now, and he's gotten better. Imagine, guys, next season. Because next season, like this season, he already has really good percentages from the field and from the three. Next season, when he's putting it all together for the full season, he's... He's gonna be a monster because right now I always tell you guys the blue means the blue means that this is where he this is what he has to work on. Like he's not he's below NBA average, but this has gotten better and it's steadily gotten better um this season. So next season, man, he's he's gonna be a monster. RJ's gonna be a monster, and he should not be included in any trades. He should be looked to be coupled with Randall and the rest of these guys going forward. That's no, absolutely. I mean, those numbers just show how much he's been working, one, this offseason, and two, this season. You always hear Thibodeau talking about, hey, RJ is shooting. He's got that He's got that jug machine right in front of me, uh, knocking down shots, seeing that he's putting the work in. And it's, it's clear as day that he's putting the work in. I mean, at the beginning of the season, during that those two-week stretches when he was shooting 28% from three, it was – your heart sank and you're like, come on, kid, you can yeah. do better than this. And now he's just 
38%, right? He's around 38% from three-point range. And honestly, I did not expect a jump like this because he shot, I think, 32% last season. Go up six points in percentage. Sheesh. It's huge. It's six huge. points. It's like this whole team. This whole team has gotten better in mid-season. Like, what is what is happening right now? This, I don't know. This but doesn't I love even it. seem. Cor- I don't even know. I don't it's even great, Jalen. Just just embrace it, man. The New York Knicks are good. Yeah, They're man. Good. We the Knicks are good. <laughs> the Knicks are we back, baby? We back. We're plus, back. Plus the defensive RJ. The 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 turnovers have been been alarming lately. A little alarming, but he. I'm hoping he'll get back on track. And just and just the the with Allie Burks out once again. Tom Thibodeau is leaning on him to to anchor that second unit even more. So he, it's an extra mm-hmm. lurk over him too, and he's taking the challenge and he's, he's accepting the challenge, man. He's accepting the challenge. RJ, man, he's gonna be a real number two next season. Or me, we'll see. I'm hopefully, hopefully. But salute, salute to the chat, man. Once again, I think I ran out of topics to talk about. We, well, we salute to the chat right now. Shout out to Ron Co- Ron Cohen, Junior Caroma, Winston Ellis, my cuz. Uh, shout out to Fritz Alessindo as always holding it down. I seen Iller in the chat earlier. Hopefully you, you hit the you didn't miss the the um the RJ rant Iller because I know that's what you're here for. <laughs> shout out to Rick V, <laughs> Keenan Lampert, Gregory Castillo, Big Reaper called in. Shout out to you, little guy. And everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. Please like and subscribe. Also, super chats are also welcome. It helps go to the channel, helps pay the riders, helps keep the lights on. All right. All right, cool, man. Next, next up is the Hawks. Um, now, Alex, this is the game that's circled on my calendar that I'm most worried about. Mm. You know, right now we we're good. We are five games over a hundred. I mean, over five hundred. We're looking good. We have this crazy West Coast trip going on. You're building momentum. We are stacking our wins, giving us some cushion so we can, you know, avoid this play-in. But um, this Hawks team, this Hawks game is worth a lot. It's worth a lot. The Hawks just played last night, so in the same position as us. Um, they won last night as well. They're kind of hot. They've gotten some pieces back, and they're going to be pissed because we beat these guys three times already. So, I don't know. How do you see this? How do you see this turning out, Alex? So was this is gonna be the last game of a three game series, right? We beat them the first two times. Right. I'm sorry, we beat them so, two, games, two times. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, regular I think a normal 82 game season, we play them four times because we're Eastern Conference. Exactly. But I I like I like our chances. You tomorrow, like our man. chances. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like our chances just because I know coaching staff is different for Atlanta. I, I get that. They're all playing with um, who was it? Who was the who's the head coach? He was coach of the Pacers. Who was who's the coach um, down there now? Is it Monty? No, um, no, Monty's for for Phoenix. Um, Monty, um oh, I just oh talked about this, this is, yesterday. This is good. This is gonna annoy me. <sighs> Hold on a second. I'm a, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, me too. But yeah, they got their coach, and also um, Bogdanovich's return from injury as well. Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan. Jeez. Nate McMillan. Yes. Nate McMillan, he's doing a really good job with the Hawks. They're playing at a better level under him. I mean, he's a really good coach to begin with. He did a really good job with Indiana. So I'm not surprised. 
Yeah. I still like our defense. <laughs> yeah, the defense That's is the, the cure thing. all, man. The defense is the thing. And I think Tibbs understands that we're going to have to double team Trey Young. Right. Make sure that he doesn't get going. If we can do that tomorrow, I think it's going to be, I won't say easy sailing. This team is, tonight was kind of, kind of easy sailing. I don't expect most of these games to be like this. I expect tomorrow, especially like the last time we played, to be something of a more uh, a tighter game. Right. But I, I could I could see us winning tomorrow and extending this. But tomorrow, I understand why it's a concern. It's eight. It's against a good Hawks team that's fourth in the East. But I think we can actually handle. I think I think we can actually handle the Hawks, especially if we can get uh, if we can put a lot of pressure on Trey Young. Now I can I can see us winning for sure. I'm just I'm recapping the last few games, and this is when they were kind of kind of struggling. They were both close. Now they have a little bit more ammo. It seems like they've hit their momentum. Um, also, shout out to Ken who writes for the Nick of Time show. Um, mm-hmm. They have the 12th easiest schedule in the Eastern Conference. So he he was he wrote a piece on Nick of Time show that talked about the likelihood of us moving up. And he feels like we probably stay around the fifth, sixth spot because their schedule is so easy. But I just want to beat them. I for me, I'm not even sure if I expect us to be fourth in the NBA. That'd be crazy. But I just really just want some cushion for this West Coast trip. That's really what I'm thinking. And yes. for me, if they start calling those crazy ticky tack ticky tack fouls that um on Trey, I think we have to unleash IQ. And um <laughs> <laughs> so we have to yeah, unleash wrong. IQ and force the, and force the refs to make the calls on the on the other side as well. Because I I do feel like IQ has made it a point not to play like that anymore. I don't know if you noticed, but IQ doesn't really do mm-hmm. the drawing fouls game nearly as much. Like he's cutting that out his game almost completely. It seems like you definitely bring a good point, and he has stopped hunting for fouls. And I think that is a thing the coaches are trying to say, Hey, just play your game. You're doing a little too much. Cause when you start hunting for fouls, there's guys who can hunt for fouls like James Harden, like Trey young and know how to get them, but they're also playing their game. Right. I think for IQ, he tries to hunt a little too much than actually just playing his game. Yeah. And I think he really needs to, you need to open up playing your game for first and then start using that tactic. But I hope he does bring it out a little bit because that's really that's a really a beneficial part of his game is getting to the free throw line because he's so automatic. Right. Now I agree. And with hopefully, you. and hopefully he is on for tomorrow because we're going to need his shooting for tomorrow as well because we're going to be without Burks uh, for another game. Yeah. So it's going to be a tight one though. I think it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be a good matchup. Um. As long as we get, like I said, as long as we get Trey Young under wraps, that's the that's their engine. As long as we can get him under under wraps and take advantage of him on off when we're on offense because he's not a good defender whatsoever. Yeah, there's a really good chance. This is a game where I, I can actually see Alfred Payton having a decent game. This is because mm-hmm. he's a smaller guy. He likes to go to the rim. Um, if Alfred Payton, you know, keeps his eyes open because I feel like he can get a lot of early buckets. Before they adjust, I think he can have a good game. He just needs to, you know, stay focused, <laughs> stay in the game. And and back to IQ, um, 
IQ, the floater hasn't been working for him as much as well lately. Maybe he needs to, you know, see if the floater's working at first, but then also look to maybe get into people's bodies more. Not to draw fouls, not the, not the like stop behind, get into people's bodies and try to, for, you know, mm-hmm. force to like force the, um, you know, the underarm swipe, but more getting into people's chest and try to finish to draw the foul that way. You know what I mean? I think that might be mm-hmm. something he needs to do. Just uh, that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that's that's a good sound strategy. I think, you know, IQ right now, people are saying he's going through a slight rookie, rookie wall. I think that's true. I also just think that everyone's caught on to his game with how he plays, and he has a very limited game right now. Mm-hmm. Although the way of you know, shook me today when I saw him just finish that circus shot. Man, really loved it. I was not expecting that because oh. he doesn't attack. He doesn't attack the rack like that. He um, doesn't. So that was really promising for what could hopefully come maybe a little bit later this season, hopefully next season. But he has a floater game. He likes to shoot the three. He doesn't have a mid range game. He doesn't really have a layup package. You know, when you only have such a limited game, and I I said this on on my pod. It, like when people figured out Jeremy Lin and Jeremy Lin didn't have a left hand. Right. You know, you can start planning for something like that. Now, I'm not saying IQ is Jeremy Lin. I'm just saying he has a limited package, just like Jeremy Lin at that time. Right. IQ obviously has a higher ceiling. Yeah. Um, that's not a question. But he has a limited package, which is there's only two things. Well, you know the two things that someone can only do, and if you're a good defensive team, you can eliminate that, which is why you don't – which is why you see – Thibodeau not playing him at that much because he hasn't felt that it's been comfortable for Good IQ point. to, you know, get that many minutes. People have been locking him up. Also, I wrote about this too for Hoops Habit. IQ is also inconsistent as a shooter, and this right. is not shocking. You can go look at his college numbers, and you'll see that three games in a row he'll shoot twenty to thirty percent, and then he'll have this blowout game for next couple of games where he's shooting over fifty percent, and that's that's just who he is. Guys can grow out of that. Clay Thompson was like that. Chris Middleton was like that. Duncan Robinson was like that. It just takes time for them to develop their game. So I'm not worried about IQ, but once again, it's just a limited package that he has in the NBA right now. And he has to have that right matchup to really flourish like he did tonight. Absolutely. That's a that's a really good point. He, ha- he does have a limited package and he does need to expand his game. And hopefully that comes with, with time with IQ. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with you there. And I had a point, but I forgot it just now. I had something really good to say. It was really observant and everything. You know? But hopefully <laughs> you'll come back to me, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, it's, it's coming back to me right now. Um, uh, Somebody in the chat mentioned that he's playing more off ball. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, like, I love, and I keep saying this, I got killed. I got killed for going out on a limb and saying, watch quickly. He's not going to be playing on ball as much when Derrick Rose got here. And now he's he's not even playing. He's not even playing any point guard at all. He's mostly <laughs> almost completely off ball. So, I, hey, all right. Sacrificial lamb. It's cool. I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I wrote about that too. So, <laughs> <laughs> see, see, see. You see? I wrote, I wrote about uh, when Derrick Rose got here. I mean, I like Derrick Rose. Being more on ball than he's better. IQ because yeah better. he's better on ball. I mean there's look the weight of Derrick Rose's name alone just carries much more than IQ. And when you think of Derrick Rose, you think of someone who can attack the lane, and that's what Thibodeau wants. Mm-hmm. Thibodeau wants someone who can attack the lane. Facts. 
using a floater is not really fully attacking the lane. Right. You watch Derrick Rose. He can go left, right. He can cut, takes, brings it back out when he sees nothing. He does all those things, and he has a mid-range game, and he can shoot the three-point decently. It's not great. It's just decent. So that's why he's. That's why it makes more sense for him to be on ball, right? And that's right. The, the main thing, though, that D Rose does that IQ doesn't is just attack the lane and drive. You know, I think IQ gets. I was looking at the numbers like six or seven drives per game mm-hmm. to the rack. When you yeah, look at yeah, it's that IQ, pressure. The pressure from yeah. the three point shot. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no worries. And uh, when you watch D Rose, when you look at D Rose's numbers and Peyton's numbers, it's over 10 drives per game to mm. the rack. I think it's like 10.8 for Derek for Derek Rose and like 11.2 for Alfred Payton because that's what Alfred Payton does. Um so that's what that's what Tibbs wants. Yeah. So until IQ can get up there, would you see probably more on ball work from IQ? Yeah. You know, you're right about that. And you know, encouraging sign from IQ today and I always keep saying like the kickouts once he started, the thing I liked about him this game today was once he started getting into the lane he started kicking it out to the three-point shooters, and that's going to keep him on the floor longer is when, you know, you can start to make other people better besides yourself. Um, you know, his three-point shot is such a threat, and he can get to the lane once you start hitting a couple of threes. That it just he can open all facets of his game. So, um, yeah, if he sees if he starts doing that, starts hitting those, those three-point shooters in the corner and just making plays for other people, more pick and roll for, for rollers, mm-hmm. and not just, you know, just shooting yourself off the pig, then I think – um, IQ will be fine. IQ, yeah, yeah, and it's just for I think for this season, like we need we need more shooters off ball, and I think that was a good thing about getting Derrick Rose is that you can just move IQ back to off ball because mm-hmm. just just let's just flash back to what we saw with Austin Rivers and IQ. We had two guys who are who needed to have on ball, and Rivers yeah. wasn't getting it to IQ, and IQ wasn't getting it to Rivers. Yep, and that's what was creating that that log jam with the second unit. It worked a couple of times. But it didn't work fluently. Now you bring in Derrick Rose, who's looking for IQ, who's looking for Taj, who's looking for OB. everybody. Yeah, he's looking for everyone, and that's what you need out of your point guard is someone who can look for everyone while still putting pressure on the defense when they attack the lane. And IQ, I think IQ can get there. It's just that this season, it's just not for him no. to, to be to have all that responsibility. I think Sheesh. he get, can get there, so he will. Man, man. man. Man, man, yo, shout out to Ron Cleveland. Man, 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 man. I'm, you, I think about we're, we're freaking fifth in the league, man, and we still have like an imp starting point guard. I can't even imagine having an actual point guard. It'd be insane. It'd that be insane. Be, man, insane. Yo, oh my, oh man. Shout out to Worldwide West. Everywhere <laughs> we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Shout out to Worldwide West, Leon Rose. They put a team together, man. Oh my goodness. I don't understand how we did it, but we here right now, man. We here right now. Oh, this is a good. This is a good place to end it. Undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah. Pusha T, Randall. Randall with the Pusha T praise. Undefeated. Knicks playing the Hawks tomorrow. Looking to extend the streak to eight. I'm trying to get a nine going winning streak. I seen somebody in the chat say ten. They want ten. They're getting greedy. Oh, let's get it. I don't let's care. Get we, let's, get, let's get it. If you can get nine, we can get 10. If we can get 10, we can get 11. <laughs> I'm with it. it. Go for 30. Go no. for 30. <laughs> go for, man, 30 for 30. Let's go. Let's go. Go for 30 for 30. I'm with it all, man. 
I'm ready to I'm ready to key up Khaled, man. I'm ready. All viewers win. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Salute to the chat, man. Good show, man. We talked about Ernie and everything. Shout out to the, the, the callers on the Discord link. Um, man, great show. Great show. Salute to the chat. Salute to Greater Castillo. My cousin, my cousin Winston Ellis, my, my real fake cousin. Shout out to Keena Lambert. Shout out to Heck Brizo. Shout out to Ra Rosado, Big Reaper, Rich Jim. Everybody, everybody, who's everybody oh. in the chat, man? Everybody who's rocking with the KMT show, great win. Five games over 500, and a super chat coming in at the last second. Look at that at the buzzer. Like, look at the buzzer. The Reggie Bullock super chat over here at the buzzer. All right. <laughs> Y'all can't even hold on. What's with, I can't even. I'm trying to read it. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Big Reaper says a $10 super chat says. Let's get it, Nick. So shout out to you, man. Oh, shout out to you, Big Reaper. I see the chat. They they want the hundred likes. We got ninety seven likes. We got ninety seven likes right now. They want that hundred. <laughs> they want that hundred. Great show, family. I'm trying to close it out. I'm. Do you should I hold out for the hundred? Should I hold out for the hundred? I'm trying to hold out for the hundred. Give me a couple. Give me three. Give me two more likes. Give me two more likes. Let's go. Let's go. Salute to the chat, man. Two two more likes for the last ooh tonight. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man, who's holding it down. Y'all giving us mad love. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend, man. We give you real basketball talk after these games. 100 likes. Let's go. Oh, Let's go. 100 is. likes for the night. There you go. Listen, man. Listen. Next show, next show is going to be, it's not going to be tomorrow night. It's going to be the night after. All right. Should have Roth for the next show. Alex, if you're available, I'm I'm down to have you as well. If you want to join us for the next show on, on um the night after. And yeah, we're going to have a ball, man. Hopefully we're talking about uh, an eight game winning streak. But salute to the chat once again. Thank you for rocking with us. Shout out to my boy Ronnie Sannon in here. I'm my friend in real life from Canarsie. We working on me and Roddy. We working on something. Shout out to Roddy, man. We working on something. And yeah, that that's our show, guys. Let them know where you're from. Where, let them know where to find you at, Alex. JLS, appreciate talking this with you. Love the work that you do, man. As always, shout out to also shout out to Knicks Nation and all the mods that are doing a good job with killing team manage. Shout out to all the writers too. Fritz, I see you out there. Ken, I see you out there. Rob, I see you, see you out there. Mikey, I see you out yes. there. Good stuff, fellas. Keep doing the hard work. All right. Oh, but, but for Knicks Nation, once again, solid win, seven game winning streak. Woo! All right, seven, <laughs> game seven in a row winning streak. If you told me we we're gonna go on a seven game winning streak this season, I'd tell you you're crazy. You're but crazy. we're here right now, and I'm loving it. But for everyone out there, you can find me over at Hoops Habit, part of the fan sided network. That's where I cover the Knicks and do a little bit of NBA. Uh, you can also find me at KnicksFanTV.com, where I do some writing over there. You can also check out the podcast at Nick's. It's called Nick's Jets, etc. Mm-hmm. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Alexa. You name it, we are there. If you like tally, if you like sports betting, I'm over at Tally Site. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys, my shout out to my guy Steve, who does Bakker's back pages, doing a little, doing a little, some old projects with him. Just had one drop today. Okay. Uh, so check that out. It's pretty fun. If you guys know what Bakker's back pages are, it's just 
it's like a it's a, it's a conception of like the New York Post and the Daily News. They create a lot of fun images. And then whatever the main headline is, I'll be doing a little calm about that in some fun fashion. Uh, it won't be all the time, but sometimes you'll catch it. All right. So it sounds like some satiric, some satiric writing from your guy, Alex. It's just mm-hmm. sounded like right there. All right. Looking forward to seeing that. Just listen to my guy, Alex. All right. All right, T. Then you know the deal. Listen, man. Follow us on Instagram, first of all, foremost, right? I'm going to promote this Instagram. Let me tell you why. If we hit... 10K on Instagram, it opens up the swipe up features. So help your boy out. Follow us on Instagram at the Nick and Tom Show. All right. Do that. Definitely do that. Also, follow us on Twitter. Shout out to the to Twitter following. Twitter following is, 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 is pretty good. All right. At the KOT Show on Twitter. All right. So that's the, the, the KOT Show on Twitter, the Nick and Tom Show on Instagram. Also, like and subscribe and share everything on this channel as well. Also, definitely follow us on the blog, thenickoftimeshow.com, where you can read some blogs. Shout out to Fritz. Shout out to, to Mikey. Shout out to Rob. Shout out to all those guys who do a great job writing on the blog. Also, shout out to the, the people who copping the KLT snapbacks. All right? You can get the merch from thenickoftimeshow.com as well. Just click that catalog button. It's right at the top. Get those KLT snapbacks. And the hose man's is this shirt so also there as well. All right? Plus more. Um, yeah, but that's our show. And we out of here. Peace.